0: On the Sports Daily, it's time to introduce the 1985 Brownlow medalist from the Footscray Football Club, Brad Hardy. Introducing the boy from Hilton, the AFL guru, Brad Hardy. A very good morning to you, Bradley. Morning, Diggers. Good morning, Jimmy, and good morning to Anthony out there at, uh, well, Basewater Master. He's a ripper. He's a beauty, no doubt about that. Hey, Diggers, I just heard that other ad. Who does that voiceover for Barbaro Meats? Geez, I tell you what, you wouldn't want to meet that bloke in a dark alley armed with a T-bone. No. Right? Well, if you had a T-bone... You sound menacing a what? If
1: you had a T-bone, he'd rip it off you. <laughs> <laughs> Worry
0: about that. It'd be, it'd be a
1: forced stealing. <laughs> was that the big Wesley Cameron, was yeah, it? Yeah, like oh, what, what a
0: menacing character he sounded like. Yeah,
1: God. exactly. Now, Brad, I've said this morning, and I'll be interested to see whether you have any information for us. I'm ha- Maybe I'm way off. Maybe I'm way off. I'm half smelling a rat tonight with that Sydney Swan side with Peter Laddams travelling. Does Buddy definitely play?
0: Oh, well, look, the, we've been thinking that no, but you know, he did travel down, as you say, because It's only an hour flight, let's face it, so it's not as if it's the... But it's you know, the back-to-back back-to-back I had, six-day breaks. Yeah, correct. And uh, I, I, we were under the understanding that if he was perched on 999, <laughs> he wasn't going to, you know what I mean? So why would they need to change the... The, the script right now anyway well it, we hope he does uh, in terms of because you not you want to beat them at their best you know what i mean but you're right diggers he's not getting any younger and uh, even though he's still showing great form with four goals last week um yeah it, it, it'll be interesting and look the bulldogs have always had trouble with sides like west coast like sydney um richmond Anybody's got a two-pronged, tall attack is is always hard to, for the been hard for the dogs over the journey to to combat. So, look, Heaney was the star last week, wasn't he? With five, so they're they're comfortable. They not comfortable, but you think, well, you got somebody who could shadow him. But it's, if Buddy plays, he plays. Hopefully, he does. And if he doesn't, well, they just they just worry about who does. Okay, so on the flip side. Does
1: Marcus Bontempelli, with the inclusion of Bailey Smith, can he spend more time forward to give Aaron Norton some help and be that target that they desperately need?
0: Yeah, I think very unlikely Cordial will line up there. You know, that's where he's been named, but I don't think he'll be down there. Uh, Jamara Eugle-Hagan's down there, but he's more of a half-forward flanker. He's not the bona fide key forward. I think you're right. They'd like to roll Tim English forward at some stage as well. So, you know, Cordy might get thrown into the ruck from time to time. You know, not that he's Polypharma, but he's big enough to uh, shoulder that responsibility for a few minutes each quarter. If required. So I'm with you there, That so This game is going to be one, you know, probably a ground level more often than not. And uh, I think b- the bond isn't quite 100%. So, yeah, he will spend time there. And look, last week it worked really, really well for the Swans. They actually sent Parker to Dangerfield and he just snuffed him. You know, he just snuffed him out. So I dare say that might be on the cards again tonight. They might just say to um, Parker, look, you know, start with Bond and, and and work off him if you can, if he rolls forward, let him go. Um, if he if he stays in the midfield, pick him up. That's that's what I'd be thinking if I was John Longmore.
2: All right, uh, now Brad. Just thinking about the Western Bulldogs. We were talking about it earlier on. I'm with them tonight. They're too good a side to be zero and three. Whew.
0: Yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, I think the market's too far apart. I mean, like you, you can't knock Sydney's form. They've they've been superb, you know, and they've done really, really well. And look, I think we're all thinking the same thing. And the Bulldogs haven't been that far away, but they've been clipped in the middle of the ground twice. So, by, once by Melbourne and once by Carlton, led by Paddy Cripps last week. So, you know, they've got to get on top of the part of their game. If they, if they can do that, that, look, we 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 saw last week with it doesn't mean everything because Port Adelaide had more inside fifties, more everything, and got got smashed. So. It's proficiency forward of the centre. It's been a bit of a problem for the Dogs, and it's going to rely, as Digger said, a little bit on Aaron Norton and a few of those boys up front to convert their opportunities when they come. So if they can do that, um, yeah, they're in it up to their ears. But I think that the Sydney represent a bit of value, to be honest, um, being odds against in the, in the black. So Sydney for you. Oh look, I'm hoping for the dogs. I think they can bounce back, but I'm just saying, if you're an outside, we said at the start of the season, didn't we, diggers? If you if you back all the outsiders in the NRL and the AFL in the first month or so, you you'll come out in front. And I think by virtue of Hawthorne last week, what they did to uh, the fours on chance, uh, yeah, you'll be in front. But uh, don't let me dissuade you. If you're a Sydney fan, you, you you'd be you'd be very very happy with your team going into tonight's game. So who are you tipping? <laughs> bulldogs
1: bulldogs bulldogs, bulldogs. bulldogs. Okay. and
2: don't forget half an hour that's 3:50 this afternoon on tab radio as well for Brad's play on that game all right let's move on friday night footy brad two friday night games to look forward to slightly earlier the first of the friday night games instead of 4:50 it's 4:20 melbourne 118 the dons are $4.80 the, the dons are going to be zero and three i reckon
0: ah oh, yeah for sure uh, look you never say for sure but look this and an were a little bit but losing you know merit now that, that's a really bad loss for them because he you know, he, he knows how to find the footy, let's face it. And and that's what, and Parrish got a bit of it last week, but they weren't as effective as perhaps, you know, Merritt was in that in that game. And, uh, Demons are going okay. They got a bit of a fright last week from the, the Gold Coast Suns, but, you know, with the quality they've got and the way that Luke Jackson's playing, Maxi Gorn probably had a bit of a mare for his standards. He just couldn't handle the footy last week. But that'll all change here, and, uh, and Melbourne should be winning and, and winning comfortably, you would think.
2: Yeah, I'm with the Demons. I think they win comfortably as well. I, I expect some sort of a response from Essendon, but I think they're going to be 0-3 and three and have their work cut out to play finals from there. Does he apply a tag?
0: Yes oh. or no, Brad? Oh, please, if you're in the... Has to, has to. Mm. You know, then you can't rely on team defence. That, that That's not going to work against yeah. Petrarca. I, I mean, uh, yeah, you probably... Look, you don't want to let anybody run free, but Oliver's less... Uh, damaging, I think. You know, he—he he, you saw that last week. He got his numbers last week, Diggers, and where you'd expect a, a midfielder to get him, between the 250-metre arcs. But the bloke who gets it 30, 40 times, like Petrarca, and puts it inside forward 50, 14 times, you've got to have somebody going with him, surely. Uh, Brad, quick one before Diggers' tip. If they lose
2: tomorrow night, Essendon, 0-3. I know Sydney made finals mm. from zero six 6 a few years ago. Is it curtains for the Bombers from zero three? 3 No finals? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I don't think you will be getting back this year. I just yep. think the, the the competition's so tight from the top four or five, and there's a few wobbly. And one of those four or five is the Dogs, and one of the other ones is Port Adelaide. Mm. If they're if they're wobbly, God almighty, it, it opens it up, doesn't it? So yeah, you don't want to be zero and three. It gives you a glimmer of hope, but she's. I tell you what, you could be you could finish anywhere between seventh um, and sixteenth. I reckon.
2: Yeah.
1: Diggers, your tip the deece? Correct. All right. And I'm with Brad. If they fluff their lines this weekend, Essendon, and lose, as we expect, they're done. Put a fork in them.
2: All right. And, well, you know that with the Anzac Day game around the corner as well, so it's a big month ahead still for the Bombers. Let's get to the other of Friday night's games. Twenty past five. This one gets underway. A Friday night showdown. Adelaide and Port Adelaide. And what about Mark Rashudo? Just putting
0: the rocket up the Crows (laughs) players. Just in time for a home showdown on a Friday night. Yeah, it just goes something like this. Crows' skill level was just shocking. The uh, performance as bad as they can play and the losses to Fremantle and Collingwood are garbage. They're underachieving. They can't kick, they can't handle, they can't kick a goal. They've given away free kicks. They really can't do anything worse. So <laughs> you don't reckon that's... If that was in Melbourne or Perth, how do you reckon that'd roll, diggers? They'd be absolutely tearing the the town apart, would know they? would be going mad because, yeah, old Rui, he's he's honest, he's brutally honest, but no one challenges him at that club. It's sort of if you're Matthew Dix, even though you've got a contract, you wouldn't want to be uh, hearing that too often coming from the director of football, that's for sure. So, I don't know how to go this way. I really don't know. This is you know, I think uh, Port Adelaide again, three's on, please spare me. Uh, can someone lend me twenty to have it on? If they, if that's the case, I mean, no, I, I just don't think. That they're going well at all, and the Adelaide Crows were okay in patches against Fremantle, but they they didn't really bring it last week at the MCG. So they're always like our Perth derbies. You know, they, they, it doesn't matter where they are on the ladder; it's going to be very, very competitive. I'm, I don't know. I just really don't know which way you got to go here. But I'm just banking on the class of maybe Wines and Boke uh, to to force a few more opportunities forward to the centre, and I think that the. Uh, the power might bounce back, but I'm, geez, I'm not confident at all, Diggers. No. One thing that was encouraging, and I know it sounds
1: silly given they had their backside handed for them, Port Adelaide, they found enough of the football. Yeah. They got their hands on the ball. Yeah. Now, defensively, yeah, they broke down massive. clearly. Did they take their opportunities forward or centre? No, they did not. But they got their mitts on it. If they get their mitts on it sufficiently against Adelaide, They win. Yeah. But I'm with you, Brad. No way. I I don't know anyone who's going to put them in a football multi along the weekend. You just steer clear (laughs) of this game.
2: Yeah, you do, oh, yeah. But, but they they win. They, Adelaide they're they're not good enough to beat Port Adelaide yet for where they're at. I'm Port Adelaide quite confident as well, but it, again, won't be putting them in multis. Uh, let's get to Saturday afternoon. So this is a latest start to ensure clear air for the two AFLW preliminary finals. The GWS Giants up against the Gold Coast Suns. The Giants one sixty, the Suns two thirty
0: five. Geez, mm. were disappointing the Giants weren't they? They just didn't really give much at all in a game. We all thought they were. A- a big chance to win. Um, it's almost getting to that stage too. where You're wondering where they're next, what they're going to do, what they need to do next. They'll, they'll probably, they've got salary cap issues. I don't know how, but I suppose you do know how because they've got paying a few blokes a lot, a lot of money. Um, still no Toby Green. Um, you get to a stage that, you know, one, maybe one guy that either Fremantle or West Coast should be looking at is a bloke called Taranto. Is out of contract at the end of the year. Cheese can play a bit of footy, and somebody's going to get squeezed out of there at some stage. So they'll be looking to get on the improve here. I really like the Gold Coast Suns the way they're going about their business. They got it done against the depleted West Coast. They were all right last week against the Sun. Uh, sorry, against Melbourne. Um, yeah, but I'm just thinking that maybe at home because of the Giants that 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 might just tip the the odds in their scale. Yeah,
2: expect a response. There'll be a response. This is one of those games. Disappointing effort last week one of those ones that they'll just get back home and they'll put up a really good showing this week for the Giants. $1.60, they are the favourites, and I think they'll win.
1: I would think you're right, but what we are seeing is they are a shadow of their best version when there is no Toby Green. Mm. He yep. is the talisman.
2: All right, the first of Saturday night's games, Collingwood, two seventy-five, the Cats,
0: $1.45, and a shout-out to Joel Selwood here again, Brad. Yeah, yeah, breaking the record. It's a fantastic effort, isn't it? You know, break Stephen Kernaghan's uh, captaincy record for uh, for a team, which is a lot of a lot of hard work, isn't it? It's a good good body of work, isn't it? That amount of time. And look, oh, I'm not writing the pies off here. I think they're excellent value at the 275 on Tab Touch. I mean, you, the Cats can probably think, oh yeah, well it was just a bit of an aberration last week. It was a lot to play for for Sydney, you know, Buddy's 1,000, blah blah blah. But uh, gee, I tell you what, I. It just reinforced for me last week, Diggers, that they've given their profile to Cats, Timmy. They're going to be good you know maybe two or three times out of a month you know what i mean so they'll bounce back they'll, they'll, they'll don't worry you'll have them jumping through hoops if they're horses they'll be going over the hurdles they'll be doing all that but geez i wouldn't be writing the magpies off I, i'm liking the style of football that mccray's got them playing so yeah i'll go for the outsider on that one i think the magpies will take it right up to the cats on saturday all night at the Jeep.
2: all right going for the pies brad hardy there i'm with the cats again like last week with GWS, so I'm expecting a bounce from the, po- uh, from the Cats here at the MCG and for Joel Selwood's big occasion.
1: Bullish Geelong.
2: Yep. Okay. Uh, we don't need to spend too much time on the next game. In all due respect to your Kingers, <laughs> Diggers, I think oh, Brisbane will be... Last, winners. Winners. last
0: start winners. Last start winners, Brad, by. I would have thought. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, exactly, Diggers. Yeah. Just a little drive-by for yeah. you yeah. There. No Just worries, North Melbourne making yeah. up the numbers. Yeah. Just yeah. ask yeah. David Noble that question, yeah. will you,
1: Yeah, no Cunnington, (laughs) no Taron Thomas, no Luke Davies, Uniac. You watch us gut them through the midfield, Tim.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Locking Neal might have 50. In all seriousness, Brad, I've said it a few times this week, that was a terrific win by the Lions last week. 23 points down early in the second quarter to win that one against Essendon. That's the the, uh, win of a side that means business.
0: Yeah, on this side of the country, they've been a little bit um, downcast on the Lions. But uh, uh, as I said to somebody within the club during the week, you're not playing to your best football just yet. So it's not bad you're banking the four points as you are going. You know what I mean? There's massive room for improvement. We know that. You know, and there's still a few blokes, you know. Rayner hasn't quite hit his straps. You know, um, they've still got Hipwood to come back mid-season. You know, Lockie Neal has turned back the clock, and, you know, he's in really good form. But, they're, they're, you know, Harris Andrews is just going, I reckon. You know what I mean? There's, he's very... Very lackadaisical sort of a character by the look at the way he plays footy. Peter Wright tore him a new one early last week. But, yeah, so there's an upside for Brisbane for sure, and this is one that they know they have to just put away and put away strongly because not only could it be worth four points, it could also be worth some another four points in percentage if they get it right. One thing I think what we have seen in the first
1: two weeks of the season is they're not going at their full optimum, Brisbane, Brad. But what they have got is gears. Yep. And you saw that against yep. Port Adelaide. They slipped themselves and then they went bang and there in that second quarter against Essendon. And that was a danger game. And all of a sudden they found themselves 20-odd points in arrears at quarter time. And by halftime, they're in control of that match.
2: Yeah, they certainly were. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Brisbane will win this one. And, well, after being 1-3 and three last year, they'll be 3-0 and zero this year. They're in shape. And they're healthy. Yep. They're My healthy. word they are. Can't wait for this one. Sunday morning, Carlton mm. and Hawthorne at... The MCG, this is going to be a doozy.
0: Yeah, look, the, the Blues are too short, but I'm, picking, I'm tipping them, but they're too short in the market. I mean, again, the Hawks are of value here, but as Diggers rightfully pointed out with Port Adelaide, Port Adelaide dominated the numbers last week and didn't get it done. So full credit to, to, to Hawthorne and, uh, and Sam Mitchell, the way he's got them playing, but they can ill afford to allow Carlton to have as much ball as Port Adelaide had last week, because with Cripps and Walsh and these sort of guys, guys have been terrific, and they're their big tall timber up forward, Kerno with five. Now, does he do it again? Don't know. Mackay, yep, yeah, you'd probably put him in for three or four. Uh, I reckon Carlton take this one because I think they'll be having more of the footy, more inside 50 entries, and I think they have got the quality up for there now, and as I say, Cripps is uh, on fire equal in the Brownlow would now, at this, if you stopped it right now. Um, yeah, they're going to be able to stop the Blues, I reckon. Yeah, I'm
2: with the Blues here as well, but the Hawks are an outside chance for sure. St- uh, Diggers, you're the
1: Blues. There's only two teams in it. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to. I'm really. Lo- <laughs> yeah, good point. I'm really looking forward to seeing this midfield at full full tilt. Like this is Chera, this is Hewitt, this yeah. is Cripps, Walsh. Like they're all there. They're all there. Fisher yep. rolls through there. They they should be winning.
2: All right. Now the last of the games we've got to mark it up on St Kilda and Richmond under the roof punters finding it hard to separate these two
0: 195 the
2: Saints 185 the Tigs
0: yeah just not sure what to make of the Tigs I mean I I just thought they were in all sorts and probably missing six of their best 10 last week including Dusty so yeah and they got it done if they do that again they'll they'll beat St Kilda I mean St Kilda's uh form was obviously a little bit better they're scratchy they got past Fremantle um yeah and they they won it off two blokes really I mean the two blokes hit majority of their score, so I reckon the Tigers have got enough to shut them down. I'll go with the Tigers on that one, Bush.
1: I'll ask you both a question, Tim. Why are St Kilda at this quote, and why have they been somewhat darlings of the bookmakers? They were favourites against Collingwood round one. They started outsiders and then heavily backed in round two, yeah. proven to be correct, and now they're it's...
2: Take your pick here in round three. I reckon a lot had to do with the Monday withdrawal last week and also Brandon Cox as well coming out of the side for Fremantle with the health and safety protocols. I thought they were very good in winning over here, obviously. And then uh, the week before, Collingwood. um, Brad, I just don't reckon there were people that could trust Collingwood (laughs) going into it. I'm... I'm thinking, though. Yeah, you didn't
0: here- know. No one, no one no. knew about Collingwood yeah, today. No yeah. one knew what they were going And then Kilda last week, I mean, the weather played into their hands, too. We were fearful there was going to be an inch and a half of rain. It didn't yeah. show up, you know. And so when you've got three tools like they've got with Membry and King and Young Hayes, even though he didn't do much, um, yeah, you, you thought, well, they might have had an aerial supremacy there yeah. under those conditions. Yeah, I'm with the Tigers here, though. Yes. Just, yep. just, just, just. And then the Derby, Brad,
2: we haven't got to mark it up because no, clearly no idea. It's, going, yeah, it's going to depend on who plays and who's out with COVID and health and safety. Who knows what happens between now and Sunday over here.
0: Yeah, yeah, but they'll be getting a pistol on this week, I'm sure, Fremantle for, for their performance last week. That was a game we all thought they were, we should have won, and West Coast were very plucky. Two weeks in a row they've been plucky, but it all depends on what they get back and what sort of shape they're in. So Fremantle would want to bounce back. Monday's still out. Uh, not great. You know, if Darcy gets up, you're not sure he's 100%. It's a real difficult one. I'll, I might leave that one till Sunday morning, boys, because I've got mm. no idea who's playing at the moment. So you, you'd be fraught with danger trying to tip one way or the other and finding out uh, in 24 hours' time who, who may or may not be playing.
1: Makes sense. That's, yeah. that's fair enough,
0: too. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll, look, on the proviso,
1: a few of them are coming back, be it a Nick Nat, be it a Kennedy, um, maybe a Barras. Oh, Eagles, yeah, just i yeah, not they, sure. It's they, tough,
2: and with Kelly and Shuey getting the run under the belt as well, yeah. they can get a hold of them in the midfield. Couldn't and they?
1: no, Monday again.
2: Yeah, Gaff but, comes back for West Coast. You'd yeah, think. yeah,
1: yeah, probably West Coast.
0: Yeah. Well, hey boys, yeah. good luck to the boys. Good luck to the boys in the Sheffield Shield today too. Yeah. Well, it's still a summer it's been for the uh, for the wacker. So hopefully, uh, Vogi and the, the boys Ashton Turner and all they can get it done. So uh, it might be a good toss to win. I hear Diggers. The, the track watchers tell me that she's a real green top and maybe bowling. Could be the way to go today, so we'll keep an eye on that. And Tim, you did set me a task. Yes. You know that uh, the Ukraine President uh, Zelensky is ad- uh, he's addressing the Victoria uh, the Australian Parliament today, yes. Diggers. As a matter of fact, and I was able to get hold of his a copy, an ex- extract of his speech today, and this is his final statement that he's going to be making to the Australian Parliament this afternoon. God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Of course, Jezzer. Jezzer of uh, Ukraine descent. His yes. father was born in Ukraine, Diggers. And uh, what a star Jezzer is. He's doing it tough at the moment. And Peter Bezusto listened to this very program and a lot of other boys on the app. So uh, good luck to Jezzer. He's, uh, he's you know, a, a bit of a battle going forward. So what a great man he is. But uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Imagine that, Diggers. Just taking a bit of part time out. I'll just take time out from the war oh. and go and speak to the Australian it's, Parliament. Just. <laughs> He has done a phenomenal job. He has done a phenomenal job, (laughs) President Zelensky, (laughs) as a wartime leader. He has, he sure has, boys. Look, it's been devastating with these wet tracks. It's really, really hard to uh, steer you in the right direction. Look, a couple of chances today, but probably the best uh, at Newcastle for uh, for Gerald today is race eight, number three, Banana Queen, a very talented uh, filly. She's on the way back. She tried well recently in it, but if she gets through it, should will be hard to beat, boys, $4.60. But as I say, there's a couple that he thought that would go go through it and haven't. So that's what happens with heavy tens and nines, diggers, unfortunately. But say goodnight to Mortz. 17 stores. There's got to be one near you and the new dunny's listing now. 1-800-100-100 for all your financial needs because he can do things the banks can't. Thank you very much, Brad. We'll hear from you on Sunday morning half an hour before the game as well.
2: Good luck, lads. Cheers, Bye. pal.